Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Pre-warning. There are going to be plenty of horror movie spoilers in the episode ahead. And you're probably thinking, how do you know that? Well, I came back from the future to warn you guys that Joel was dead all along. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to an especially horrifying edition of The Dream Factory, the world's spookiest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where it'll be cremated in the Indian burial ground beneath my home. I'm Joel, a man who puts the lash in slasher movie, and across from me is John Harris, a man who was recently employed as the ghost body double in the Casey Affleck vehicle Ghost Story, but was fired on the first day of filming for repeatedly shouting, Woo! at catering staff. Hello, John. Hello. How apparently, you doing, mate? apparently you can't have fun on a film set these days, eh? <laughs> and it's not just John with me, as we are joined by our first ever guest, it's Mike Munzer from the Evolution of Horror podcast. Mike, hello. Hello. Don't worry, Mike. We'll, we will plug the show at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I reckon we should just get into it and pitch some horror films. What do you reckon? Let's do it. John. Quick caveat. Amongst many other reasons, one of the reasons we got Mike in is because Joel and I are extremely ignorant when it comes to horror films. So I get, like, apologies in advance. Well, this is we- it, right? So we saw that the episode was being released on Halloween. John and I thought, shit, we don't like horror films. They're too scary. Mm. Who do we know? Mike. Evolution of horror, Mike. Uh, right. What about... And Mike, you're going to have to really help us out with this one. Go on. Aileen wants a prequel to Friday the 13th, Thursday the 12th. Oh, nice. What, what, Is that origin story? I like it. 24-hour origin story. What happened... Does everything happen on Friday the 13th and Friday the 13th? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because, and I, I don't actually think we need more Friday the 13th movies as well. For anyone who's seen any of them, there's about 13 of them as it is. There's literally... Yeah, there's 13 of them all together. How many years does that span? Because fr- they, How many Friday the 13th do you get in a year? Oh, you, well, this is the thing. You get, <laughs> you, get, you, get one, you get one movie a year all through the 80s, basically. and what? and But always, they're always set in the summer. And you think Friday the 13th doesn't always fall in like July every yeah, single year. So but it true. coincidentally does in those movies. Terrible movies, to be honest. What is the chance? Does every single year have a Friday the 13th? I think so, yeah, calendar? I think it does, yeah. Yeah, it okay. does, it and, does. And do all the horror films fight for it? 
Yeah. Oh, it's a bit. It's that and Halloween. They're like the two. Yeah, yeah. The they're two the release times. Yeah. Everyone's after definitely. Yeah. That's yeah. Quite fascinating, really. Yeah. So Friday the Thirteenth. What's our big bad? Who's who are we? So for most of the movies, it's Jason Voorhees, the guy in the hockey mask with the machete, who just basically slices up teenagers. And correct me if I'm wrong, but. They've jumped the shark with this one. That he's literally gone to space, right? He's gone to space. He's been cryogenically frozen. Who's he's gone he up against space? Freddy Krueger. He's done everything. Who's who did he kill in space? Who didn't he kill in space? <laughs> I tell you, he, uh, there's, a, there's an amazing bit when there's these girls camping. and he picks, In space? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're camping. They're in sleeping bags out in the woods in space uh, on another planet or on a moon or something. He like zips them up so that they're trapped in a sleeping bag, picks them up, swings them around and kind of bashes them against a tree. Um, that's quite a good kill, though. That's, that's Jason X in space. So there you go. Good films. <laughs> Hang on. So Mike Myers isn't... Mike Myers is Halloween. Oh, my. They're basically the same. Fra- they're the same thing. Halloween came first, and Friday the Thirteenth ripped it off and thought, "We'll do something the same as Halloween. Let's pick another night of the year that's spooky." And they did Friday the Thirteenth. So, I need to talk about Mike Myers quickly. Go on. Right, he falls into the same category as me, not knowing there were two Steve McQueens. <laughs> were you really confused that a lot of people found Mike Myers terrible? Yeah. Well, I thought I didn't know. I, I mean, I was quite young when I first became aware of both characters, and I thought that in Halloween. He wore an Austin Powers mask, and that was like <laughs> that the might thing. be scarier actually. Yeah. To be fair, the, with the teeth and everything, That'd groovy be baby, pretty weird. What about a horror film where with Mike Austin Myers. Powers? <laughs> nice. Maybe that's Thursday the twelfth. I don't know because yeah. that's the only thing. Thursday the twelfth, literally nothing will happen. It's just be a normal town, right? Yeah, just, where... just yeah. Everyone's happily just going about their business. Maybe it's a film where there's constantly like tension building up and people walking over to doors like really slowly. <laughs> it's just nothing. Or like yeah, somebody just... walks over in a hockey mask, but it's just a hockey player. Just, yeah, <laughs> you know, legitimately wearing a hockey mask or something. So it's just it's just a it's Thursday the twelfth for Eileen is just a collection of fake scares where they build up to a big scare and nothing happens. Yeah, it's I mean, the calm before half. the storm. Yeah. All right. What about this one? I really like from Rosie. The Blair Witch Projector. Oh, nice. oh, I thought it was going to be the Tony Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Which is a film. Is it? It's a film, yeah. Is it? All right, the Lionel Blair Witch Project. <laughs> oh, very nice. The, li- the Lionel Blair... dancing version on stage. The yes. Lionel Blair Witch Projector. <laughs> the Lionel Blair Witch Projector. Nike. So, yeah, I, the, the, so what we're actually talking about is the Blair Witch Projector. Yes. Hmm. Has everyone seen it? Yeah. There's a quite a scary in, projection scene. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I went to see it, despite not liking horror films. Girlfriend yeah. really likes horror films, so occasionally you, you know, get dragged about along. give or take, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. How well, was it for you? It was about compromise. I what's really embarrassing about this is that um <clears throat> so Kermode and Mayor, right? Mike Kermode Mike Kermode. <laughs> you know that Mike Kermode guy? <laughs> yeah, he's always he's always reviewing the film. Mark Kermode says it's a bit. It's a knockabout bit of fun. That's basically because he's such, he's a horror aficionado, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, it's not. It's just a, it's just a knockabout bit of fun. It's just kids getting into scrapes. And yeah. I thought, so I was like, Emma, let's go watch it because <laughs> you love horror films. And you know what? I'm going to be the good boyfriend. I'm going to take it on the chin. I'm going to watch this horror film. I'm thinking, I'm just going to have a lovely time. Yeah, I found it really scary. It is quite scary. There was some like and the projector scene. And yeah, apparently it's in the trailer, but I hadn't seen the trailer. Yeah, I found it actually quite horrifying. Yeah, yeah. So would a group of youngsters head into the forest and then they what, would they see a projector in the middle of the forest at night I've got it mate go on there was that advert for Tinder 
<laughs> Go yeah. on. Yeah, we, we're all with you. We're all it was one of the cinemas, and the whole thing was like, Tinder's not just for single people. You can meet mates on there as well. Which, what? I mean, yeah, what? this is a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah, Tinder, you can be like, I'm with four pals. Are you with four pals? Let's not definitely have an orgy. Let's Using... hang out together. So if you were in a relationship, you could legitimately download Tinder for a mate. <laughs> Look, bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just I'm looking, looking for, for friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, look, I don't. I'm not saying I'd do it. I'm just <laughs> saying there was an advert for it. Uh-huh. Right, uh, and they all met up in the woods and set up a mini cinema in the woods and hung a sheet from okay. two trees. So this is what happens. There is maybe like, uh, like some sort of cult, killer cult, nice that meet pals on Tinder. Take them to the woods, and then they project. And what they project is actually like what's about to happen to the people. Yeah, oh. they're deaf. Yeah, yeah, is that that sounds better than you know a few of the other actual Blair Witch Project movies? That's good. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Yeah, that's a official review from <laughs> Mike from Revolution <laughs> Horror. That's, that's good. That's a commission. I'm in. I'm in. Um, okay, I've got one. Yes, this is from Mark. It's the cabin in the woods. Oh, but the cabin is um, the shack from the B fifty two song Love Shack. Oh. Brilliant. My two favourite things combined. <laughs> Love it. Um, right. I, I've got a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of the lyrics of that song. Yeah. Owing to working yeah. a wedding venue for five you years. You see a painted sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the... Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, Cabin exactly. In the they've, um, they've got them a car. It's as big as a whale. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't got it a about fucking, to set sail? Got, well, it's going to set sail. <laughs> it's a big car, right? That can't be road legal. Yeah. I don't know much about... The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. So enlighten me. The Cabin in the Woods is like, starts off like a spooky film where a bunch of kids go to a cabin in the woods mm-hmm. and it feels like nothing out of the ordinary is going on. Then they discover that there are monsters that live underneath it and there are thousands of monsters. It's like there's this whole kind of lab. It's like a sci-fi film, basically, and they go down a glass elevator underground and inside is like all these different tombs with all different types of horror movie bad guys underneath them interesting did any of them remember to bring their jukebox money <laughs> do you know what they didn't they missed a trick they go into the cabin all yep. there is is a jukebox yep. and they put some money in that soundtrack Perfect. to the whole film and it's like shuffle for horror movie killers so there you a go. glass box pops yeah. out yeah that's a bit of fun it works and then what hap- What else happens in either of these things I'm so ignorant <laughs> of both help me out help me out you must know cabin in the woods mate <laughs> I've watched three horror films. I've got them written here. Cabin in the Woods is really good. I'd recommend it. it like, it's not scary. It's it's kind of a spoof. yeah. But that's what they say. That's what no, people that like yeah. horror films it's say. It's genuinely oh, a it's comedy, meta, so yeah. it's not scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Psycho, Shining, The Orphanage. Oh, my three films. They're, they're, they're legitimately scary. Yeah. All those three. <sighs> yeah, but Psycho's. You know, Psycho's old. Psycho's black and white, isn't it? So it can't be scary. <laughs> Man dressed uh, as a woman. Come on. <laughs> What about this one from Millie? Uh, this is based on a real life experience, probably the scariest thing that any one of us could uh, experience. Uh, Rail Replacement Service, the movie. Oh, God. They did one on a tube, I believe, a while yeah, back. Yeah, Creep, set in Charing Cross Tube Station. So doing one on a rail replacement bus would be easy. Yeah. Yeah, so what happens, right? That's a question. <laughs> 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 I was waiting. I was like, um. uh, sorry, Joel, Joel, Joel doesn't know how to, to tone his sentences like questions. <laughs> I've only recently learned to speak. <laughs> I'm really getting to grips with language. English isn't my first language. I'm about sick on the list. Uh, Rail right. replacement bus. Well, it could be a good, you know, claustrophobic horror movie all set inside a bus that's 
moving at 50 miles per hour. I'm pitching speed. Spin no, I was thinking speed, but, yeah. But, you know, one somebody on the bus is evil. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So I reckon it's a couple heading out of town for the weekend. Yeah. They're going yeah. through somewhere like Kent or Sussex. They're going through the hills. Yeah. Um, there's tiny little train stations. You know, like the ones you pass that you never get off yeah, of, yeah, and yeah, no one yeah. really gets on or off at. Train terminates there. Mm-hmm. There's a rail replacement service. No one else on the train. Mm-hmm. No one else on the bus. Yep. They get on the bus. And, you know, terror ensues. Nice. The driver's obviously some sort of creep, but maybe he isn't all along, and maybe it's one of the couple. Yeah. Is that the big twist? <laughs> so the, wait, so the big twist is that one of the two of the couple organised for a rail replacement service to happen got a bus driver involved. They, um, the day before, you obviously... Forgot about this. <laughs> the, the day before, Friday, Thursday the twelfth. The day before, he went. <laughs> the guy from the couple went down and put a load of leaves on the line. <laughs> <laughs> this will do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm on board. What? What? Mike, You're what, on board. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Of what like percentage of the horror films is is the big twist at the end kind of a horror trope? Would you say? Mm, not that often. Only if it's you know M Night Shyamalan or something. Mm. Um, sometimes, some 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 of them, a lot of them are like kind of who done it. I suppose who's the killer, who's the murderer, who's the one wearing the mask, and there's a kind of reveal twist at the end. Oh yeah, that's about as clever as most horror movies Scooby-Doo. get. Um, I've got one that's a spin on one of. Uh, I've seen this as well. One of the recent great horror films. Yeah, this is the Babadook. Oh, what a film! But imagine the Babadook mm-hmm. featuring Green Day. So it's Babadooky. Very good. <laughs> Um, Very good. I haven't got much more beyond that, <laughs> uh, which is basically how this show works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Elliot sent this in, Babadooki, and he just said, the Babadook is back and he's haunting Green Day. Yeah. What, what's the MacGuffin? What's the concept of Babadook, for those who don't know, including I, me? I think the Babadook is like a manifestation of maybe like depression or real feeling or like a, Ooh, uh, yeah. that sort Deep. of thing. Yeah. And it's a scary um, book, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. essentially like a monster movie, but... But like you said, it's it's more of a more of a metaphor, I suppose. There is a bit in the Babadook. Um, they're in like a police station or something, and um, she looks to the wall, and there's like a hat and a coat in the shape of sort of the Babadook. Yeah. And for a split second, it is the Babadook. Ah, sh- nah, shit me up, guys. Yeah. It, it's scary. <laughs> Stuff like that. That. I, that. I I will think about that in the shower. So yeah. Does anyone else do this, John? You get very scared easily. I imagine Mike. This is probably like. <laughs> this is like. Mike probably listens to the music from Psycho in the shower and loves it. Um, but I will, I will think. Oh no, shampoo's in my hair. I've got to close my eyes now to wash the shampoo out. Oh. When I open them, someone's going to be there. Yeah, you know, there's oh, that. You're like, on a real level, mate. I do. And, uh, <laughs> I do always think about that. Have you seen? It's like a classic trope where someone will be in a bathroom. They'll be standing at the sink in front of the mirror. They'll lean down to the sink. The camera yeah. will follow them down, and then they'll come back up. Someone in the mirror. Someone will be behind them, or they'll open the cupboard door and then shut it and yeah. someone will be behind. I do often think that when I'm when I'm stood brushing my teeth. I think, See, I'm right, not alone. What's going to happen? Yeah. When do you get scared? In a horror film, do you think they've ever used, not used a mirror as a way to have someone <laughs> no, appear? Like- absolutely <laughs> not. If there is a mirror, it, it will be used, definitely. Still, to this day, never said Candyman three times in front of a mirror. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't. I mean, it's five times, but you know. So is it? You'd be fine with three. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm that scared. I don't even want like half of a Candyman to appear. <laughs> Is it five times? It's five, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, yeah. we'll all go to the bathroom. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and after, right. that, after that, we'll talk. We'll do, <laughs> yeah. the, we'll do the Candyman thing. Um, right. What about, I know that lots of like musicians, you know, do that whole uh, thing about how horribly lonely and like depressing being on tour could be. Yeah. Yep. Could it be they're on tour and they're 
that's in Babadook's manifesting itself yeah. in that. It's like the weight of the stress of tour. <gasps> nice manifest. And a ma- there's there's some great jump scares to be had in a gig. He's playing, and then it all goes silent from yep. the actual rock music. You look out into the crowd. Your Babadook's somewhere Babadook is the just audience. there moshing in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that Slash? Wake me up when September ends. At the end of the Babadook, do they defeat the creature? No. They okay. they learn to keep it at bay, yeah. basically. Um, it's, it's Hence extending that metaphor, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't get rid of it, but you know how to deal with it and treat it, basically. And they keep it in the basement and feed it, essentially. So that's what Green Day will have to do with Babadookie. <laughs> Take it on tour it's and their support keep it act. at bay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Embrace it. And that's how they came up with the album. And there you go. <laughs> Shall I give you two titles and then we'll decide which one we talk about? Because they're... Good titles. Yeah, go on. All right. So from Lucas, we've got Rosemary Baby. So instead, nice. so instead of Rosemary's Baby. Have you got Rosemary Baby? I've got Rosemary and Times Baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, and from Steph, I like this one. Dracula La Land. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a hit. Horror musicals. That is a hit. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dracula La Land. That is a, yeah, that's yeah, a. Yeah, that's a winner. That's a certified They kind hit. of do, don't they, at the end of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, a vampire mm-hmm. Muppets musical. But that's fine. We can... Yeah, but that was never fully fleshed out. Yeah. Dracula comes to LA to make it as an actor or a star. Perfect. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, we're not doing a musical version of Dracula. We're doing doing a a version of La La Land with Dracula as the lead. I've I've got the opening gag. Go on. He lands in LA. He was like, I was going to try it in New York, but they told me it was the city that never sleeps. Oh, (laughs) yes. Come on. Come on. Uh, because movie sets, let's say like old-fashioned movie sets are indoors, so he'll be fine. He's not going to mm-hmm. burn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's going to. Isn't it meant to be like the sunniest city <laughs> that, in the world? Yeah, because, basically. Yeah, but the, what you haven't considered yeah. is that they're after him. So where's the last place they're going to look? In LA, <laughs> in LA. Yeah, absolutely. Van Helsing's like he's not going to show up in LA. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, he is the Emma Stone character. Yeah. <laughs> And he falls in love, Dracula, with a handsome (laughs) jazz musician played by Ryan Gosling. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, because jazz, smoky, dark nightclubs, all vampire-friendly stuff. Red wine, probably. That feels feels quite... Do vampires drink red red wine? It's like the closest thing to blood, isn't it? It's usually blood in a wine glass that everyone thinks is red wine. So we can definitely have that. Falls in love with Ryan Gosling. How does it end? How does La La Land end? Oh, kind it's of, actually quite heartbreaking, isn't it? Well, it in ends with them both doing. They, it's the whole the whole like thing of La La Land is is correct me if I'm wrong that for them to to achieve what they wanted uh, creatively they had yeah. to yeah. split. Yeah, they have to choose love or their career, and they choose their career. Yeah, that's, that's so, a bit bleak. Yeah, really, it's quite bleak. It? Yeah, it's it a is. fun play on the you know because a rom com would always go with love is more important than anything, yeah. and yeah. they've gone no, you know what. Creative pursuits, and then, yeah. And then there's that like five minute montage where they see how their lives would have been, yeah. And that's yeah. I found that and utterly it, heartbreaking when I watched that. If you've seen the director Damien Chazelle's other film Whiplash, it's mm. essentially like do everything you can to be a good artist, mm. even if you suffer. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just the way Damien Chazelle feels, basically. Yeah. That's 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 the kind of the that's so true. That's just, the message. Yeah, of both give up his on everything. Movies. Yeah, we go with the traditional rom com ending: Dracula, Ryan Gosling get together. They give up their both their careers and just become full time lovers. No, but at the end, <laughs> at the end, it's it's enclosing on a heart yeah. as they're they're embracing. Dracula, 
wink at camera, bites the neck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good ending. That'd be such. You've spent so long investing in these two characters. Yeah, you You almost forgot that this was even a vampire movie (laughs) by this point into it. Yeah. Brilliant. Dracula La Land. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Are we going to try these Rosemary's Babies or are we going to go for our own two suggestions? Let's, I think we should uh, pitch our own two. And Mike, you're going to decide um, oh, okay. the nice. victor, essentially. Uh, well, you, you decide all of the pitches, yeah, but at the just... end, John and I pitch one of our own. Okay. Um, so, John, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first, because I'm, I'm so proud of mine. I've, I actually had two, uh, so I just really quickly want to... You know Simon Cowell's music label is called Psycho? That, yes. I'm, that's, like, the the most hilarious... Because it's just like, I am, like, you know, I'm, yeah. I am a, I'm a psycho. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely Patrick Bateman's what he's saying. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine if you'd put that into a film script, they would go, this is too yeah. on the yeah, this yeah, is yeah. so on That's the so nose. True. Yeah. So that was my first thought. Uh, but I went for this one. Uh, Danny Boyle, zombie, in inverted commas. I know people get upset when you call films that aren't zombie films, zombie films. Zombie film starring the other guy from Saved by the Bell. 20 AC Slaters. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> So <laughs> very, very good. Right. So, uh, so how have we gone from one to twenty AC Slater? There's also like a cloning movie, right? Yeah. The- so in the process of cloning AC Slater, zombies happen. Zomb- well, yeah. They, <laughs> so they they clearly didn't perfect the, the the cloning process, and the clones of AC Slater. Oh, so it's that- lo- it's like no, there are nineteen like feral it, AC Slater. Exactly. Oh. And you've got the normal one. But who is the normal one? See Which what I was thinking. What one? I was thinking is we're post apocalypse. But the only DNA they have left is AC Slater, <laughs> so they repopulate the earth just to be with fair, AC he Slater. The, he is the finest specimen of a <laughs> he man is, exactly, possibly, yeah, yeah. But at least it wasn't Screech, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. Screech sounds like a crap version of Scream as well doesn't it like a really a oh, that is, that be a great bitch yeah, yeah. Screech oh yeah and then he takes off the mask at the end put the mask back on <laughs> alright so 20 AC Slaters yeah we've got he's 20 AC Slaters Screech I want to go through all the Saved by the Bell <laughs> yeah, characters turn now. them into horror films yeah 20, 19 of them are feral as Mike says one of them is not 
and they're really fucking feral and they're like mowing people down so mm-hmm. they've taken out london in a week <laughs> <laughs> they're really honestly so in order to kill ac slater you must think like ac slater's the thing right so he he's what recruited by someone to take down his 19 counterparts yeah that's nice he's in like la or somewhere where he lives and he doesn't know any of this is happening he just looks at the news and he sees like 19 <laughs> feral versions of him. Police knocking at his door. We've got some questions to ask you, matey. Yeah, that's it. And obviously that's a lovely like thing that happens in films, isn't it? Where they, they've arrested him, they're questioning him. And yep. you, you don't understand. I don't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they lock him up and it's only, what is it, like, 15 minutes from the end they realise yeah. that the key to this is to let no one works these later <laughs> and I don't know whether it's like a case of like um, when Scarlett Johansson calms down the Hulk or whether he just right, yeah. kills them I'm not sure whether yeah. he calms them down no I think or, he rambos I think yeah I think he's got to literally slaughter them all yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what we're saying is they just like arm him to the to the hilt is that the word yeah to the nines to the teeth uh, yeah, I see it as being like a, a real, like hardcore, gory horror movie, yeah. like Evil Dead style. He is like slicing his way through other AC Slaters. And there's a funny bit where he uh, starts shooting at a mirror, and then in the mirror, <laughs> and in the, the mirror, mirror, he's behind him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good, good, brilliant! He could do a thing where he stood in front of the mirror, and then he like just sort of edges to the side, and then there's another one of him just behind him, a double. Nice. And and you don't quite see it because he tries to move with him. To yes, exactly. To stay hidden in exactly. the shadow. I think I think that's a hit. I think that's try and beat that, Joel. It's pretty good. It's pretty but, good. Uh, get ready for this, mate. And pardon the accent. Here's a film about a Geordie vampire. Nosferatu. Okay. Nosferatu. Tune. Are we hearing that, guys? Nosferatu. Tune. Yeah. Like as in. As in Newcastle. like Newcastle. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. It's a Geordie vampire. Uh, I thought you'd be. In, I thought there'd be like. You'd be rolling in the aisles now. It was a thinker. Okay, Nosferatu. <laughs> I got it. I got right, it. Nosferatu, okay. the Good. Geordie vampire. There's a famous fog on the time. Yeah. So he's got somewhere to hide out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. I mean, but- <laughs> It's, it's, it's no a good 20, pun. It's a serviceable it's, pun. It's a fine pun, Joe. It's a fine pun. The thing is, my head immediately goes to what we do in the shadows. So it'd just be a Newcastle version of what we do in the shadows, like a a scout scouse. Oh, racist. Geordie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Geordie. Thank you. Geordie yeah. vampire trying to live his normal Geordie life would be fun. Yeah, but he's just what killing members of the public. Yeah. All right. He's a vampire. Yeah. Also, being human is a lovely example of trying to use those kind of like monster characters in a mundane UK setting. Maybe like the cast of Geordie Shaw can in some way be involved. Excellent. They would make and a lot of horror films have cameos. You know, I think that would be that would work. Particularly in like, oh, like there was a real. I'm, I'm I'm about to try and talk about the history of film in front of Mike. Girl, so this is <laughs> going to go. This go can on, only go, go on. terribly. I'm listening. But like there was this period like 10 years ago, maybe even a bit longer, where they would get like, let's say, chesty uh, B celebrities to yeah. kind of die in horror films. Yeah, absolutely. And so you could definitely do that with the cast of Geordie Shaw. I like the word chesty. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's what done there. Yeah, there was an era in sort of the late 90s when everyone in horror films was from... Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Dawson's Creek or something like that basically and yeah they'd throw in a cameo from someone from Baywatch just to die basically whereas we've got Geordie Shaw and Gazza yeah brilliant (laughs) 
brilliant. Ant and Dec. I think Gazza's Van Helsing. Ant and, De- Ant and Dec. This is it. Ant and Dec are vampires, <laughs> and Paul Gascoigne's Van Helsing. <laughs> This that is, is the a, greatest elevator movie. film pitch. This is made by ITV2, this movie. <laughs> Wait, what are Ant and Deck? Vampires. Oh, they just have a vampires. No, they're, they are, they're the Nosferatoon, but it's two. Oh. It, well, it, I, I don't think you've seen this written down, but <laughs> it's got a number two. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that's the sequel. That's the sequel, guys. <laughs> they, they, they're, gonna, they're, they're not going to commission it's, one of these films. It's the most complicated title <laughs> ever. Like six puns in it. <laughs> I was the Nos is actually, is actually also referring to that gas that powers cars. <laughs> There's so many layers. I was thinking Nosferatoon as in tune like a cartoon uh, as well, uh, like Roger uh, Rabbit. It's also an animation. I should have <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, There's an animated sequence. <laughs> you like you see the you see the poster online. It's got a little plus like click to expand to explain the title. All the different puns. Uh, Amazing. Well, there we are. Amazing. <laughs> Joel really, Joel really pulled it out of the bag there because we were very underwhelmed at first but you've managed to really pull it out. Mike politely it. said it was a thinker when it absolutely wasn't. <laughs> it was a thinker. I think I, I just felt dumb for not getting the pun. I was actually you? flattered you'd call it a thinker. <laughs> I'd put no thought into it whatsoever. It was well, very good. Well, that kind of brings us to the end. So, oh. Mike, um, I guess it's up to you really to pick your favourite of the pitches you've heard today. Okay, so Imagine if you everything. picks Rosemary, uh, baby. After yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I'll go for the one I haven't heard. Um, oh, now, let me just re- remind me of some of the others that we had. So we had Rail Replacement Bus. Yeah, The had... Blair Witch Projector. Dracula La Land. Babadookie. Babadookie. Thursday the 12th, which didn't really go anywhere. But... Cabin in the Woods, but it's the Love Shack. Did enjoy that one. Mm. Cabin in the Love Shack. The Love Shack in the Woods, rather. That's yeah. good. That's very good. Um, well, obviously, there's uh, Nosferatu as well. I mean, you have to pick that. Nosferatu, just... <laughs> very good. Twenty AC Slaters. The problem with Twenty AC Slaters is, I think, nothing. It's too, <laughs> it's too dated. You're not going to. Eighteen year olds aren't going to know who that is. Problem yeah. with Nosferatu is that the title is too much of a thinker. <laughs> I think the one that screams out. If if I ha- if I was a person sort of commissioning, I'd hear the title and go, yes, is Dracula La Land. I think that's 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 the simple winner. You get it straight away. Who sent that in? Steph. Steph, thank you so that much. That is a winner. I mean, that could genuinely be a, a musical. So thank you very much, Mike, for joining us. Thank you for um, having me. I mean, you're not here to spend time with us. Obviously, uh, you can't, <laughs> couldn't think of anything worse to do. <laughs> um, you're actually here to plug your, your podcast. So tell us a little bit about it. Oh, thanks. Well, um, it's not as much fun as this, actually. It's quite nerdy, to be honest. So, but it's, it's, it's oh, a, Imagine being on a nerdy podcast. It's, <laughs> it's a nerdy horror film podcast. We, like, it, as you mentioned, it kind of explores the history of horror movies, basically. Um, and because I couldn't find anyone originally who wanted to do it with me every week, uh, I, I've managed to like rope in other people. Uh, so I'm I'm with a different guest or critic every week, basically, and we sort of choose different horror movies to talk about. So a couple of weeks ago, we did Halloween. Really stupidly, actually, I didn't really think about the scheduling. On Friday the 13th of October, the Halloween episode came out. And as we're recording this, we're about to get Halloween, as in in the calendar, and Friday the 13th episode is going out. So I got them the wrong way around. But anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm a maverick. Um, I'm, I'm confusing myself with that. Christmas anyway, special in March? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, we cover, we, we cover everything. Every sort of old horror movie, 80s slasher movies, recent ones, everything. So yeah, it's good fun if you, if you like horror. Not, not, for, not one for you guys. <laughs> Big guess as well. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. He said roped in people like it yeah. was... I, did, I, I don't a, know how I managed it. It's a who's honest. who of anyone in like kind of UK criticism and stuff about particularly like 
horror films. Uh, if you care about horror films, you'll know who Kim yeah. Newman is, and he's yeah. in the first episode. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Kim Newman, Chris Hewitt from the Empire Podcast, Boyd Hilton from Heat. Um, yeah, Rihanna Dillon. Lots of people, yeah. So, so it's really, really cool, actually. Um, my ultimate goal is to rope Mark Kermode in, which I hope to do one day. John, we've got to wrap up now, uh, and the only reason we know that is that our studio booking has come to an end, so there's a at the door and it's only bloody uh, as far as I can tell thank goodness that there are two doors here um, I think it's AC Slater but could it be Feral AC Slater 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 18 or 19 only time will tell <laughs> it's alright we're saved by the bell that should have been how the film ended AC Slater gets a bell, rings it, and they die. (laughs) (laughs) Also, who the fuck's called AC? Have you ever followed a man or woman down a corridor with multiple doors? Yep. And then... They keep opening doors for you. Yeah. How many doors do you, is it? Uh, at which point do you have to stop making noises? Um, well, what I, no- I normally uh, overtake them and open <laughs> and open the next door and like <laughs> my <laughs> turn. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the thing is, I was I noticed it the other day. So you go thanks or cheers first. Mm-hmm. First one, cheers, mate. Thanks, and then once you've done those two, you're out of you're out of gratitude noises. Yeah. So you just how long are these corridors you're walking down? <laughs> you just have to go. You just have to how go. many corridors? No, 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 sorry. no, 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 no. This isn't the real issue here. What corridors are you walking down? Have, you're telling me you've never been down a corridor of more than two doors? Not since school. <laughs> yeah, I see, it happens to me quite a bit. And then where? At work. What? What, what do you work <laughs> on a train? <laughs> If someone pushed the button to open a door on a train, you don't have to thank them. What do you work on? An old train? <laughs> imagine, imagine you'd you'd be you'd be seen as a pervert if someone pushed the button to open the door and you went out of your way to thank the person who pushed the button. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I just don't know where these long corridors are. Hospital, maybe. You're not a ticket inspector or a hospital <laughs> reporter, so I don't understand where you're experiencing long corridors. I work in a in a in a hardware shop or a, or a home store, and I just work in the door. Just work in the door department. <laughs> um, Imagine the door department of shops was just a shit ton of doors. Oh, I'm I'm really having fun today, John. I'm having a great time. Um, I would like people listening to this to let me know, uh, kind of roughly how often they're faced with a corridor with upwards of two doors. And photo- photos would be great as well. Photos? Yeah, I'd li- I-, I want a photo from you first, so that'll be on the Twitter after this episode's out, of you and the many-doored corridor. Um, and then I would like people to send in... There's a competition running now, actually, and uh, whoever whoever can find the corridor with the most doors will win a Dream Factory mug. Okay. There you go. A bit of actual merch, and that- that's a guarantee. Uh, because I'm I'm a really great T's and C's guy, mm-hmm. um, do they... We need some real T's and C's in here. We need a finish date. Yep. Uh, and we also need to... Uh, do they, can they just Google corridor? Like, they literally go, in India, there's a there's a place, there's a hall with 74 doors in this corridor, or do they have to be there? They Someone has to take a photo of them Okay. in the corridor, or a selfie, if you haven't got any mates, So, which I imagine is what yours will be. 
and the deadline is we will be announcing it on the 21st of November. Okay. So you've got roughly a month, three weeks, to uh, to find the corridor with the most doors in. I think, honestly, as much as I just did that whole thing earlier about my social awkwardness with doors and more, I think you'll struggle to find more than four. <laughs> so if you, f- if you know a place with four doors, Dream Factory Bug in yeah. it for you. Oh, you lucky devil. While we're here, uh, I think, because we're, we're going to go comp crazy, uh, let's do a best film suggestion in an iTunes review. Probably five stars, I'd say. Actually, any yeah, other... You can't actually click void. the others. It's vo- yeah, the, the, yeah, the entry yeah. is void if it's anything other than five. Uh, best film suggestion, and for that you will get uh, just some gratitude. Yeah, a lot of love on the show. mom to healthy glowing skin with osea's limited edition skincare sets osea has been making clean seaweed infused products for nearly 30 years their golden glow body set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth glowing skin while the glow and go facial set provides spa level results at home both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.